0: Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Empowerment with Elizabeth. Today I'm here with my sweet new friend Talia, and she is going to talk to us a little bit about being a state title holder and her prep for Miss Volunteer America, all the things. So, Talia, tell us a little bit about yourself.
1: My name is Talia McGee. I'm from West Haven, Connecticut. I am, my, I am in my second season as a Boston Celtics cheerleader. I am on the green team, which is absolutely, it's been incredible um, to be able to have the opportunity to be on the parquet, um, be the only Black woman on the parquet um, and wearing my naturally curly hair, my big hair. It's, it's incredible to be able to know that I am inspiring, um, you know, the upcoming generation. Um, I am the newly crowned Miss Connecticut Volunteer 2024. Um, I am so excited. My crowning was such... Um, a moment that was um, big for not only me, but my family and friends. Um, I like to say that my crowning was, is not just mine. My crown is not just mine. My crown is for my community. Um, And I'm excited to represent my state, my beautiful state at the national pageant. Um, This June is coming quick, um, but I'm excited. And I can't wait to meet um, all of my sister queens around the state. I love it. I love it. Okay. So talk a little bit about how you got started in pageantry in general. I began competing in pageantry at the age of nine years old. I've always wanted to compete in pageantry. Although I was extremely shy growing up, I was diagnosed with a rare eye condition called nystagmus at the age of seven. Um, So I kind of spoke with a speech impediment. um, And I have two older siblings and my mom, my mom was my biggest advocate, and my older siblings—they would always talk for me. So I was extremely shy growing up, but I loved to perform. I loved to showcase my talent. I loved to dance and tumble. Um, I'm a, I'm a former competitive gymnast of 12 years. So I was always a performer, but I was shy. Um, at the same time, which is which is funny. Um, but um, I began competing at nine, and I be begin competing um within. Larger systems like the Miss America organization and USA. Um, when I became a teenager, which um, has been a which has been an incredible journey.
0: I love that. I love that. So talk about how you came across the Miss Volunteer America organization.
1: So when I came across the Miss Volunteer America organization, I've done a lot. I read about the organization, its mission, its goal. Um, I. I was actually kind of discouraged before competing, um, for the Miss Connecticut volunteer, um, title. I was a little discouraged. Um, my patent journey has not always been the absolute greatest. Um, so I was a little discouraged and I was actually like thinking to be just done. Um, so when I read about the organization and I read about Hannah, um, the current, the current title holder, um, I just fell in love with the volunteerism. I fell in love with the service. I fell in love with what the organization stands for. And as a woman, I'm like, this is who I am. Like, this is, this is me. Like this defines Talia. Um, so as, you know, as At that moment, I was just like, I have nothing to lose. Like, why not why not just try? Um, I like contemplated, like, should I should I go and compete? Like, should I not? Like, what should I do? And I spoke with my siblings, um, my my older siblings, my older brother, my baby brother, and my older sister, uh, along with my parents. And so, you know, they said, Tal, you have nothing to lose. You know, if this is your time, if this is God's plan for your life, you know, just go for it. Um, and so I competed. And I won and it was just such a, it was such a moment. Um, It was a long time coming. And so like I tell, I tell most of my mentees um, to keep, keep your faith and fight, keep going. And so even with telling my mentees that I learned that even for myself, um, you know, fight until you win, keep keep your faith and fight until you win, until you get what you want, until you, um, you know you accomplish a dream of yours. And so that was something for me. I've always wanted to, I never really fully understood what God's purpose or his plan was for me, but all along keeping my faith and fight, um, you know, it's it all unfolded so beautifully. Um, and I'm just blessed to be able to be a state title holder um, for an amazing organization. I felt, I feel at home, you know, I feel that I, I, I never had to alter myself, um, you know, the way I look, um, you know to be a part of an a, a organization and so because of that I just feel I feel honored to to represent the state of Connecticut um, for the Miss Voluntary America organization.
0: I love that and that makes my heart so happy. Hannah's one of my good friends and you brought her up. And I was
1: yes like, oh, she's yes I- yes she's She's incredible. She's incredible. So after like reading her journey um, and just reading a lot about her along, um, you know, along uh, with the organization, it just like, it drew me, (laughs) it drew me. And so I'm like, maybe I should, you know, maybe I should actually go for it. Um, So it was, it was a long time coming. And so I'm happy that I took that leap of faith.
0: I love it. I love it. And you've talked about it a little bit already, but I'm assuming that your talent is dance because you're a Celtics dancer. Um, so, talk a little bit about what goes into, you know, planning your talent. Like, how do you pick a piece? How do you pick a song? How do you pick your choreography? Kind of give us a little walkthrough
1: on that. So, I am a former competitive gymnast of twelve years. I am, uh, I am a member of the Celtics Green Team, which is the stunting and tumbling team. Cool. So, I. I specialize in acro tricks. Um yeah. I am also a, a acro instructor so the form of dance that I do is acro dance. I love to bend my body in different kinds of ways. I mean with the foundation of gymnastics um me just tumbling and flipping around that you know that's my you know that's that's me. That's how that. um, that's my strength. Um it's flipping and tumbling and doing kind of weird tricks like needles um or like holding my leg up in um, kind of all different ways and directions. Um, so having the experience with being a, a competitive gymnast of 12 years, um, being a Boston Celtics cheerleader and an acro instructor, um, I'm kind of just putting everything together um, using my acro skills, my cheerleading skills, and my gymnastics foundation. Um, so for my talent, picking a song, picking songs have always been um, – it's always been a process for me. And so I say that because I am, I'm am really big on meaning and purpose. So I ha, like, I i literally, it's such a process where I'm not just going to use any kind of song. The song has to speak to my heart. It has to speak to my mind. It has to speak to my body um, for me to kind of, you know, perform it you know you have to connect with what you are performing and so it's been a process for me and so I do have my song um which everyone you guys will hear it on the Miss Volunteer America stage which I'm so excited about um so it's going to be a surprise um but it's a process it's a process picking songs like it's not talked about a lot but it's such a process it's it's not an easy one so um I'm excited I
0: love it it.
1: no I'm the same way I'm a dancer
0: too and easily picking the song is the hardest part, like not execution, not choreography. Mm-hmm. I choreographed my own solo. So you would think that that would be the hardest Yeah. No, it's it's mm-hmm. picking the song. Absolutely. I'm, I'm right there with yeah. you. Um, <laughs> yes, yes. So obviously a big part of the Miss Volunteer America organization is, you know, serve and having a serve initiative. So talk a little bit about your platform, what you've done with it and what your plans are in the future with it.
1: My serve initiative is Triumph Talk. Triumph Talk is a program built to amplify the voice of survivors and overcomers as they are often victimized. Um, I like to say that try and talk is a reflection of my life. I've overcome many traumatic experiences. Um, you know, like earlier I said, I was diagnosed with a rare eye condition. Later on at 15, I was diagnosed with the ABC, which is a um a, a aneurysmal bone cyst on my vertebrae. And then at 17 years old, I was sexually assaulted as a minor on my college campus. So, um, you know, through the process of, overcoming i've had the ability to evolve and to truly turn my pain into purpose and so with through triumph talk i've had the ability to reach young women not only here in my state but around the world kind of helping them to overcome and navigate um turning their their trauma into triumph and turning their pain into purpose and realizing that you know your healing process is fragile, but it, it, it's on your time and it's not it's not on anyone else's time. And so, you know, these are things that I learned, you know, for myself. And so with my expertise and understanding that God's purpose was beyond just me, was beyond just me overcoming, but it was to allow me to help other young women. Um, I've had the ability to travel around the state of Connecticut to different schools, community centers, churches, and help empower, not only just help um, young women overcome, but help empower and know who they are um and know that they are they are enough and that they can overcome as long as they have their faith and fight um and in god's time you know it's not impossible um you know crime talk i like to say triumph talk is my baby <laughs> it is my absolute baby it is i truly believe that like God's purpose for me was to save change and impact through my serve initiative. And so as Miss Connecticut Volunteer, it's just been an honor just to come, you know, to continue to be given this platform to save change and impact. Um, you know, not only here in my state, but nationwide. Um, it's just incredible to be able to have women DM me, like in New Jersey or Maryland, and they're like, okay, I heard um. I heard your triumph over trauma segment. I heard your inspiring story or not even necessarily mine, but another young woman's that I've I've had um, in Michigan, or I've had young women on in Maryland and and in Delaware to come on to try and talk um, page and kind of share their story and help inspire, um, you know, maybe not my story, but another triumph girls story has been such a huge inspiration and help to help um, others overcome um, you know, I, I continue to I plan to continue to implement Try and Talk um, different in, in different um, college and universities um, around the world.
0: I love that. I love that. What a great way to, you know, turn it, turn something that, you know, was obviously not the greatest. And I'm sure you're not thrilled that those things have happened to you. But what a great way mm-hmm. to, you know, make it um, you know, be useful to other people and, um, using your platform for that is, is, is really awesome. So that, that, that's fun to hear about. I always like to hear about people's platforms because it's always the question that they're the most passionate about, which is just, it's fun to watch people be passionate about something, you know? So yes, that's, fun. yes, absolutely.
1: Thank you. <laughs>
0: yeah. um, okay. So we talked about talent. We talked about, you know, your dance, your acrobatics, all that stuff. So tell me what your favorite phase of competition is, and then tell us a little bit about why that phase is your favorite.
1: So I actually have two and I just, I can never pick between the two. Sure. I love talent and I love evening gown. Um, I love evening gown because it's just such a moment where like, I'm not only to kind of just show who I am on the outside, but I'm able to allow what's on the inside exude on the outside. And um, just to be able to kind of slow things down, um, to be able to show that, It just feels, it feels amazing. It's liberating. It's such a liberating feeling and talent because I love to perform. I've always loved to perform. And so a lot of people are like, you're 24 years old and you're still tumbling. You're still flipping around. And I'm like, yeah, that's me. (laughs) So um, I plan to continue to tumble until I, until I can, you know, so um, just to be able to be on stage and perform, God has gifted me with a talent. And so I use it. Um, And so just to be able to have that ability is a blessing. I love that. Yeah. We're both dancers, but my dance looks very different
0: from your dance. I already know oh. it. I like, I, I hate dance. that skills are like the trend right now in dance. Like yeah. yeah, I want it to end so bad because I just cannot move my body like that. I oh my like gosh, everything. And I like, oh. I just simply won't throw my body around. So my dance is very yeah. Yeah. and like pretty. And I'm, I just guarantee yours is quite literally the opposite. So
1: I love that. I love that, though. Oh, my gosh. That is too funny. That is too funny. (laughs) Um, Okay, so talk a little bit about your prep for
0: Miss Volunteer America. You know, it's in June, so it's coming up. So what are you focusing on? What does your day-to-day
1: look like? A lot of my preparation is my mental preparation. I, I always say if I'm not ready mentally, then I'm not ready at all. And so being a competitive gymnast of 12 years, that is the one thing that Um, gymnastics has taught me is the mental preparation of things Um, because a lot of everything that we do is mental and so if we are not mentally healthy if we are not mentally prepared then we can't go into absolutely anything being ready or prepared we're not prepared at all so a lot of my preparation um, is my mental preparation and so along with my mental preparation my physical and my mental work together because before even competing in pageantry and outside of pageantry, I work out. And so for me, that is therapeutic. And so that is, that's my physical and that's my mental preparation all at once. So right now my main focus for the national um, pageant is my mental preparation. um, Because if I'm not you know if I'm not ready mentally then I'm not ready at all and so that's what's most important for me mental health is is everything to me especially because I am someone who has dealt with a lot of different things in life and so I help other young women and women overcome and so a lot of that is mental um it's it's your mental health and so that's that's what's most important to me um so that's where my preparation is currently um and so from there we just progress as time goes on but right now my mental preparation is the most important in the same way i'm the same way i'm like a hot mess in trust and
0: stressful situations Mm -hmm. and so (laughs) i always focus on that because i am horrible with the mental aspect of competition week and i learned that last year i was like oh this is exhausting and i would like to nap right now
1: and you said yes so um, yeah, I'm the same <laughs> Yes, <laughs> and I love my naps. I love, na- like, na- that's like my favorite thing to do. Like, I love naps. <laughs> love naps, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, okay,
0: final question. If you could give one piece of advice to a first-year title holder, what would it be?
1: Don't alter yourself for absolutely anybody. Stay true to who you are. One of the things as a team that I did um, was I competed with straight hair. I've always competed with straight hair as a teen. And so it wasn't until my last year competing as in the outstanding, well, it's no longer called the outstanding team program, but under the, the Miss America organization as a teen, um, my last year competing um, back in 2016, um, my business manager encouraged me to wear my hair big and so it was really different for me because she didn't look like me she wasn't a a woman of color with big hair and so you would think that you know it would take someone who looks like you to kind of encourage you to go in that direction and so um she was also former miss connecticut so it felt it felt really like it felt amazing to hear that from her coming from her so i decided to wear my hair big and so she said why do you wear your hair straight only for pageantry?" She said, any other time I see you, your hear is big. And so I just was like, I don't know. It's just it's kind of something that I've just always did. And I and I didn't even know why. Like I, I don't I don't know why I felt like I needed to alter myself to kind of be accepted. And so um from that from that day on, I decided that I would never alter myself for a pageant or for a set of judges or for a director or for absolutely anybody. And so that year was incredible for me because i was tau i was i was myself and so um i was the first to wear my hair i was the first black woman to wear my hair natural on um the connecticut stage and that's in both connecticut um america mao teen and that was connecticut teen usa too and so you know, from, like throughout those times, um, I've encouraged other young women of color or even just women in general who have naturally curly hair to never alter yourself. So to all my new state title holders, local title holders, or for any new pageant queen never alter yourself for absolutely anybody because you are enough. God created us all uniquely different for a reason and purpose. Find your purpose and live it out. Live, walk in your truth and never allow anybody else to define that for you.
0: I love that. You heard it here first. Yeah, that's some good. Yeah. There. <laughs> well, thank you so much, Talia, for, uh, for coming on and, um, you know, chatting. Thank you. With you're so sweet to even respond to me. You don't know me at all. So I so appreciate you coming Thank on, you. And hanging out. And, you know, I, I feel like I learned so much about, you know, Connecticut and you and your journey. Yes. Your platform. Yes. So
1: appreciate you. Thank you so much. Now you have a friend here in Connecticut. So anytime you come and visit, I don't know, you may come here for something. You have someone here. I love it. I love <laughs> it. Thank you so much. And I will see the rest of you guys on our next episode. Bye, y'all. Okay. Bye.